You guys know how much we love you, don't you? We're back, and guess what? We fielded a few questions to see what you guys wanted to talk about. We're gonna cover these issues. We're super fired up about it. Will, you fired up about it? I'm fired up about it. Let's get it. Will and Bill Mailbox. Produced some great questions. Got a great show for you. We're just gonna just gonna go right into it right now. So here we go. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Hope you guys have had a great week thus far. We've missed you. I'm not feeling the best, so I guess you can call this my uh, my flu podcast. What is your, Here's a good question. So All right. What do you do? What is like your I'm sick routine? Like everybody has like a you're getting sick. How you get rid of um, it? Like what are your so, two medicines? Your little. Uh, this is where I'm a difference maker. Okay. My body is a natural healer, okay. so I okay. I don't take meds at all. I don't the only thing I take an Advil or Tylenol. I will take ibuprofen or Advil because I get migraines. Okay. And those I, I just don't want to naturally heal by. Like I just want them uh-huh. to be gone. Um, but if I'm actually like sick, I got a cold or something, I'm one of those like little teddy bears that needs to lay in bed and like just yep. pay attention to me. No meds. Just pay yeah. attention to me, maybe rub coddle. my back a little coddle. bit. Yeah, coddle. coddle. I like I like emergency. I love NyQuil and ZQuil. Okay. And when I feel sick, whether it's stomach, headache, hungover, anything. I like to take a hot shower Ooh. and lay down in the shower. Or a spa, uh, a, a sauna. Have you ever I, sat I in a sauna? A sauna. I don't have yeah, a but sauna have you ever sat deck. in one? You went to Virginia Tech. You had a sauna. Well, I, I was more of a um, of a uh, steam room guy. Isn't that, always, Isn't that the same thing? Isn't that the same thing? Tomato, tomato. No, sauna, bunch of naked a people sauna in robes. Is dry. A steam room is wet. Steam room has steam. Thus, the coining the term steam. Room. I thought they were the same thing. No, a sauna is dry heat. Like it just gets oh mad oh yeah 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 you get yeah, sweaty, but yeah. steam room like opens your pores and you sweat. oh really yeah no oh, so that's I love I love the steam room okay um, all right so uh, another one got it one more for you Thanksgiving just passed oh happy gobble day two questions favorite side and is are the leftovers better than the day of okay favorite side easily stuffing and I think we as a society are just stupid for having it once a year yeah um. So that's on that's on me too. Like I'm part of society. I probably have it once a year, once a year. Although my mom makes a good chicken with it, but that's besides the point. And what was the other question? Are leftovers I think the, better? I think the leftovers are better than the actual Thanksgiving. Leftovers like the are and the so vibes good. Are good on Thanksgiving, but like I specifically look forward. I'm to just leftovers. all about I'm all about the day meal because you can go back for as many dishes as you want, and it's the one day where you can be fat and not be judged. Yep. Like it's literally you can go eat three mountain plates. So I do what I and then go do. sit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you won't be judged for it. Like normally I'll be like, Bill, come on, you really you need that fat, third plate. Yeah. But then you can go be fat on the couch, Ugh. watch football, and just football your life away. This is annoying that I'm going to do this, but I, to be honest, I can't say one. I love green bean casserole. I know that's like the Caucasian go-to. I love green bean casserole. Hold on, who? What? Green? You never had green bean casserole? That's what you have on your Thanksgiving. Yeah, every Thanksgiving we have green bean casserole. That is that's I different. I love green bean casserole. That is different. I love pumpkin pie, and I love yams. Oh yams my god! Are big time. I got to be honest with you, man. You might have just went for the trifecta of like not Weird. my style. You don't like pumpkin pie? No. Wow. Emma's grandma actually made this incredible apple apple love pie apple. and blueberry pie. Okay. And the blueberry pie was out of this world. Did you throw an, uh, a scoop of ice cream? Of on course, top? after you, I heat it in the microwave for about fifteen seconds, get it nice and a little warm. That's the way you do put it, some man. vanilla ice cream on it, you're good to go. We have so many great things going on in sports right now. Man. So many great things, Probably just the, like the holiday season. It, it's in full swing. Bowl it's in, games are right around yep. the corner. 
Um, but to be honest, we're gonna be. On, I thought this weekend of rivalry games, you didn't have the huge disappointment amount of solid games. We're gonna touch on a few for you, but we got some great college football topics. Mm-hmm. But let's kick this off by talking about that LSU Texas A and M game. I mean, you mean football forever? Unreal. My yeah. eyes were burning watching football. Well, here's the thing. I had a big-time gambling weekend this weekend. You did. You let me know. Let huge, the fans know of this huge, accomplishment. Huge three-team parlay. Mm-hmm. I had Vanderbilt. Okay. Moneyline. I had LSU plus three. You got that. I got that. Mm-hmm. And I also had, I can't remember. Wait, the A&M was favored to win that game? A&M was favored. I did yeah. not know that. LSU was getting points, and I was like, dude. <laughs> Sign me up. Sign me and up. I had, uh, and I had Notre Dame uh, money line. So sweet little three-team parlay. Um, I just don't understand how football can go on for that long. It was too long. And, d- uh, well. Do you every- think that's good for the game or bad for the game? <sighs> I think it's okay to do that every once in a while. Well, that was like the first gripe, time it ever happened. This is my gripe with the Big 12 is every game's like that. Like that, you don't see that in the SEC. No, you don't. Because because they play big boy like big I'm boy show up on defense. Big <laughs> but, boy pants. You know, every once in a while, mm-hmm. some guys gonna come out. They're gonna sling the pill a little bit. Okay. I do think I do think at some point you go for two. I think the like, plays in the game point, in general were just amazing, dude. The one handed catches. One handed catches. The the down before the, before the, the Gatorade, Gatorade bath. Oh, oh the dude. falsified that Gatorade game, the game, bath. The game had everything. The game oh. had everything. And then Coach O has to go take off his underwear, his Gatorade underwear yep. after the game. Just uh, man, you're getting, That's a, you're getting a pay uh, uh, one of those fake calls. Oh, am I? Let's see how this goes, guys. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Hello. Automated. Yeah. Hello. OSLA Student Loan Service. You hate to see it. Oh, you just, oh, come on. You hate to see it. Those things are annoying. They're very annoying. Very annoying. Um, But yeah, so the Texas A&M LSU game sucks for Coach O. I love Coach O. And I was a big Jimbo. Go get him next time, Coach O. I tell you what, Jimbo's doing a good job in Texas A&M this year. None of them are his Great line he had after the game. I didn't hear it. What was it? So that dude who had the one-handed catch. That was Dude. absurd to go into Who was overtime. awesome against Clemson, by the way. Yeah. So yeah. I forget his name. <laughs> Unprofessional, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they were like, how do you feel about him making the play? He goes, not for nothing, but that's his job. Wow. I mean, a little facts? bit of cred. Facts. It's facts. That's a little facts. bit of creds for but that you can, catch? You can throw the kid a bone. Yeah. I give mean, him a little yeah. something. Maybe he doesn't want to, like, blow smoke up his ass. I guess so. But, I mean, it was still a, a, an incredible. He had multiple catches mm-hmm. like that, that night. But, um. Anyway, then we had uh Ooh. yo, I'm going to keep it all the way funky with you. <laughs> He's talking about Virginia, Virginia Tech. If, if Virginia was going to beat Virginia Tech, it was on that night. Our team is down, and I don't mean down like we suck, but it's a down year. It's a down year for Virginia Tech. We got injuries <laughs> all over the field. We got old guy, you know, not a lot of old guys. We did not play well. We mm-hmm. died on the operating table four times in that game. This is how I view it. Okay, this is probably, all right, the unbiased opinion. Virginia might be slightly cursed, um, but also it is their best year and your worst year and they still can't beat you. Yeah. And that's just, that's just a kick in, kick in the, it's right, a kick in right the balls, where it does, dude. yeah, right in the balls. I don't understand how you don't get the job done on that night. I mean, it's, it's, you're coming in. 
You're you on the road. Seven wins. Virginia Tech is fighting for a bowl spot. Mm-hmm. A bowl. They're playing this game. If they win this game, they have to play another game. <laughs> That's a makeup game to make a bowl <laughs> game. You come in. You come back after you're down fourteen nothing. You ramble back into the game, take the lead. It was almost like an exorcism. I was watching the game like, yo, this yo, is, turn that off, man. I was like, this is an exorcism coming from the guy with the freaking car payment calls. Um, <laughs> it was like an exorcism, dude. I was like, this is how we're gonna lose, like with all this crap mm-hmm. going on. But at the end of the day, man, better team pulls it out, took the dub. I was unbelievably happy. Play of the game. Play the game. Play the game. Tell me, play the game. Overtime. Okay. Ryan Willis scrambles back to the 50-yard line. Somehow, this Virginia Tech defender does not, uh, this Virginia defender does not sack him. He hugged him. He hugged him and let go. Yeah. Allowing Ryan Willis to throw it away, and they get to kick the field goal. I'm not going to lie to you. That's one thing that we do that drives me crazy. We have the little play where we roll out of the pocket. And, the, and it's supposed to be a bang-bang play. The running back cuts the unblocked man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He'll stand there. <laughs> the guy will get up, start running after him, and then he's like, oh, I need to get rid of the ball now. But credit to him, man. He's He has played tough football um, mm-hmm. coming in a replacement of Josh Jackson um, and has really led this team. Threw the pick right before halftime, but to his credit, smashed the ref, got him out of the way, and made the tackle. Hey, you know what? 15 in a row, I'm happy about it. I'm happy about it. And I'm sure a lot of you listening to the podcast are happy about it. So look forward to hopefully beating Marshall and getting ourselves back in another bowl game. The Herd. The Herd. Good football team, by the way, just saying. Shout out Cornell Brown. Um, Huge shocker, I guess some people could call it. Um, The game. Mm -hmm. Michigan, Ohio State. I apologize once again for my voice. As I said, I'm feeling a little bit down, but I will Mm -hmm. do my best to perform for the best listeners in the world. Can Can I tell you something about this game? I... You know, as the psychopathic uh, gambler that I am, I was looking at the line before the game, and it was Ohio State were four and a half point dogs at home, and I was like, were they dogs? I thought they were. They were dogs by four and a half, and I was like, man, if I didn't know anybody on Michigan, I'm hammering. No, see, this is this is where you're wrong. This is where you're wrong because. You know Michigan was going to lose that game. And respect to all our boys right. that come from Michigan, play uh, for Michigan, or coach at Michigan. Right. But, dude, you got to do what's good for you. If that's going to put some money in the pocket, like, <laughs> yeah, that's you got to do what's good for you. I mean, I don't, like, I just. Imagine betting the under in that game. Point, I, I took the over. I forgot. <laughs> I didn't. I, I did take. I took the over in that Same game. Same with the, with the LSU A&M game. Mm-hmm. Taking the under, it just hurts. The over hit, like, in halfway through the third quarter. Yeah. But. You give up 66 points, man. And I got to give some shout-outs. I, I just think, at the end of the day, I think Ohio State played harder. Mm-hmm. I, the guys that stood out on the field, like the only guys that I was like, wow, they're really selling out, um, who jumped off the screen for me was Devin Bush. He plays balls to the wall yeah, every week. Yeah, he does. Um, so, back to the drawing board. I'll tell you what, man. I mean, people will probably think I'm crazy. Jim Harbaugh, man, you have to start winning these important games. You, lo- you constantly lose to Michigan State. He won- no, he won three of the four this year. Let's give him that. All of those teams were down. Michigan State is a bad but football team this year. But did he win? You got to beat Ohio State. That's your I, job. I know your that. Your job. job is to beat Ohio State, and he, he fails to do that. But he took a step forward with the other teams. Yeah, I guess so. I just, man. I don't know if they can, man. Michigan, Michigan's that smash-mouth football, and at the end of the day, I think speed and um, explosiveness that Ohio State has is going to beat that every time. Well, and they're 
apparent they're better coached. Yes. I mean, Urban Meyer. I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. I don't like him. Let's just call a spade a spade. I don't like him at all. Mm-hmm. But I think he's the second best coach in college football. Behind who? Saban. Behind Saban, or I, I can't say Riley because he hasn't coached long enough. Um, I'll say this: he's a top tier coach. All right. He's a hundred percent a top tier coach. Yep, hundred um, percent. And he does a great job. The kids play hard. Um, shout out to them, I guess. You're, I, I hate you, Dwayne Haskins. If I have any advice for you, I know you could probably care less about my mm-hmm. advice. Stay another year in college. You think he needs some polish? I think if he stays another year, he is a f- surefire top ten draft pick. Yeah. Right now, this class is very defensive loaded uh-huh. coming in. Uh-huh. Uh, you're going to see a lot of defensive ends go mm-hmm. early on. And uh, Will Greer and this Herbert kid, if he goes, I don't know. I think Haskins is better than the Herbert kid. In a year. Right now. Oh, right now. Right okay. now. Okay. I think Haskins is better okay. than this Herbert kid. Well, I don't know. Haskins has some growing to do. Okay. And he would be the type of guy that I think would sit a year mm-hmm. in the NFL just to learn. But if he gets this next year, after all that he's done, and he and he takes his game to the next level, yeah, I'm telling you, he's going to be a top ten draft pick. He's going to be the first quarterback taken off the board in two years if he stays. And I can't remember. I might be <clears throat> messing up here. I can't remember the last time an Ohio State quarterback was the first one off the board. They've never. Was it I don't Terrell think prior. I don't even think. I don't even think he went this no, top ten no. because he missed a year. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely, I think he needs to come back another year. Like you said, very defensive loaded. A bunch of quarterbacks got hurt too. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, I, uh, the Oregon quarterback fell down on his arm, his only shoulder. Did um, Mackenzie Milton? Prayers oh. up to you, dog. I mean, that was just that's something really you hate to see. No, actually, hate to see. Yeah, because um, he's a dog and he's that team's leader. Oh, without a doubt. Speaking of UCF, let's break down our top six. All right. It hasn't come out yet. Just so <clears> you know, can you pull it up just so I have something to look sure at here? Thing. Uh, I'm a better visual guy. Of course. So it hasn't come out yet um, on ESPN. We're just giving you our predictions here. Last week was week what? Last week was week... 12. 13? 13, yeah. Okay. So here was the top four, top six as of last week. We had Alabama at the top, no surprise there. Clemson, Notre Dame, Michigan, Georgia, Oklahoma, with LSU and Washington State sitting just outside. Um, oh, man. I'll tell you how it's going to play out right now. Take that thing away okay. so I can see. Alabama is going to beat Georgia and remain number one. They're and Michigan's falling out of the top four after this after this loss. How far do they fall? I think they fall to I think nine. They should fall out of the top at least the top eight. I think yeah I think nine they might. Oh, so Ohio much- State's obviously going to move up. Mich- so Alabama's going to beat Georgia right? Georgia's five right now. Mm-hmm. I think they win big. I think they win big. I think after that. Because this four spot, I think they're going to put Georgia at four just for the sake of this week. Nah, man. For, for the sake of this week, they're going to have a one to four matchup. Alabama's going to win it. And we're going to put Oklahoma in the four spot for some excitement. And it's going to be Oklahoma, Alabama, first round of the playoffs. Here's what I got. Okay. People are going to be upset with me here. No, no. You're entitled to your opinion. Bama and Clemson are in one and two. Yeah. Clemson has earned the spot. I think they have some proving to do when it gets to playoff time because mm-hmm. they haven't played anybody, but they're deserving of this two spot right now. At number three, I have Ohio State. I moved Ohio State up to number three. You come out and you smash Michigan like that, that, that is a big-time win. I'm not going to disrespect Notre Dame by dropping them out of the top four. I have Notre Dame at number four. 
Either way, you can tweak those both ways. I just think if Ohio State handles business next week, they deserve to be in the three spot just because they're going to play in a conference championship. I just the the fact that Notre so Dame is o- not so play, is Oklahoma. That's my thing. I think Oklahoma is at number six, and you got Georgia at number five. I know you hate when I do this, but I I got to bring this up. I have to bring this up. We have to bring what up? Oklahoma. What about them? My thing, my thing with Oklahoma, we'll get into this, man. You just don't play any defense. You do not play any defense. Yeah, but can you imagine them and Alabama going at it? Yeah, Alabama has to stop Oklahoma twice, and they win by 14. Because Oklahoma's not stopping Alabama at all. And I Kyler apologize Murray for this, buddy. I know, I know you hate this, but you're you're going to like this. You're going to like this, I guarantee it. If I, could, if I could find it. Yeah, give me a sec. It's all right. It's a podcast. <sighs> Oh, okay. Well, they deleted the tweet. Damn. Well, what was it? What was the gist? It was uh, it was Oklahoma. It was a comparison between Oklahoma and Ohio State, and Oklahoma oh, won in po- every the category. Different, but it, they don't play. They're not playing anybody. They're not. Their biggest game they lost. They lost to Texas. Their second biggest game they beat West Virginia, and it, it wasn't lost even- to Texas, a ranked team. Ohio State lost to Purdue by thirty. Ohio State hung sixty-six points on the nation's best defense. And lost by thirty. That's what that's what hurts me. If it was, if it was like a, a decent team, maybe I, and I'll be like, okay. But the whole thirty point thing to Purdue. So what? What's what do you problem? mean? So what? What is the problem? They have had a tougher schedule. They are going to a conference championship. I th- I think Oklahoma. I personally think Oklahoma is going to lose this weekend. I just do. Against who are they playing? They're playing Texas, Texas again. again. I personally think they're going hot to take lose. Bill. Here's my thing. I respect the the reason that I'm giving Notre Dame so much crap is because you're not playing a conference championship. That drives me insane. At the it end drives me insane. At the end of the year, also you <clears> beat <throat> Michigan at the beginning of the year, and that's your biggest win. Michigan turned out to not be that good, and also Michigan had Shea Patterson starting in his first career, for his first career game for Notre Dame or for um, Michigan. So I look at Notre. Ohio Dame State's going to end up. Ohio State's going to end up in because the committee loves them and the media loves them. Well, They're I don't know. In. I don't know. UCF's not going to go. UCF's no, quarterback getting hurt. It, yeah. it sealed the fate. But I even I, I, and and rightfully so. I don't yeah. think they deserve to be in the playoff. They would get smacked by Ohio State, Alabama. Yes. And teams. everyone's everyone's argument is always, well, why not? Well, why not? Is because you get four <laughs> spots, and there are four teams that are better. And just to put them in, because well, you know, they deserve it. This is not a deserve. This is who's going to give you who's going to win. Yeah, exactly. And the best product is not. Wow, you know UCF. what? That was good. Thank you. That was good. There's four I, spots, and they're better than you. Yeah, there are four spots, and they're better. Respect to your 23 and 0 streak, but yeah. they're better than you. Um, I think we have to also. I, I wish Washington State could have pulled it out because I would have been interested to see them getting a, get a chance to play. In. Mike Leach is a legend. I love Mike Leach. Love legend. Mike Leach. Love Mike Leach. So, that's my thing here. We were talking about Urban Meyer, about his coaching, one mm-hmm. of the best coaches. Mm-hmm. Got a little car- uh, college football carousel going on here. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna it's that time out, of year. I'm just going to come out and say it. Hiring Mac Brown at UNC is the best thing to happen to every single ACC program except UNC <laughs> in the last 10 years. You had him once. I think the reason they did this. They went back to their ex. I think the reason that they did this <laughs> is UNC just simply cannot afford to get in any trouble. They've had just allegation after yeah. allegation, and Mac Brown's a good old boy. He works at ESPN. He's a nice guy. <laughs> Frank Beamer's friend. Good dude. He's not winning eight games in the ACC. They're going to be ho- horrible. The thing that shocks me most is that they hired him the next day. When 
Uh, think of all these. Na- think of this name. There's this guy named Cliff Klingsbury. There is who got prematurely fired for no reason from Texas Tech. Well, the guy had a losing overall record. It doesn't matter. Oh, that doesn't matter when you have 50 losses. It's that doesn't matter. Cliff Klingsbury, <laughs> bird dog, and he's a stud. Bring him he in is, there, dude. He's he's bring a stud. him in there. You get a good defensive coordinator. That's the problem, man. The the problem with co- I, I won't even get into the coaching thing yet. Les Miles. 60 years old, 60, hired at Kansas, but I like that because Kansas is Kansas is Kansas, man. They're just I would like to trying. see if he could kind of if he could turn them into a, a five game team, five Wait, win, go to a bowl five game. wins. You go yeah, to a bowl, go to bowl game, they're gonna name the stadium after you. <laughs> if you literally go to the bowl game, you're gonna name the stadium after you. But UNC is they have the recruiting ground, they have the money, yeah. And I don't think of UNC. Everybody says UNC is a basketball school. UNC has a chance to be a basketball and football. Well, they school. were a good They're football school in, with Trubisky in there. Trubisky exactly. and Ryan Switzer. They were like eighth, ranked number eight. They're in. They're not in the same box as Kansas. Kansas is a bat is a basketball institution. Right, and they are period. just a bad That's football team. Ends. If you if you put a good coach in this UNC seat, you can win games. You mm-hmm. have a good recruiting ground. You're Good a, school. You're in a down conference. I mean, the only people you're really competing with are Virginia Tech and Miami. I mean, there's not Clemson. really another team. I'm, I'm talking about on our side. Oh, okay. I got you. Got you. Got you. So I thought they really missed. The, I thought they really missed a good opportunity. There. Yeah, they didn't even let things develop, and they went back to their ex. Here's that's kind of crazy to me. It is kind of crazy. It's definitely kind of crazy. Speaking again of coaches, I'm just gonna sit back and let you go on about your New York Jets. I don't. I, gonna say, I want you to talk about your GM situation, your coaching all right, situation. All right, all right. There's a lot going on here, and I just want to hear what you got. All right, and we'll get into the the Giants as well. Sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, so we're, we're Billy and I were talking earlier, and he's like, I told him, you know, I I just don't know how much longer I could do this, which is false. So I'm gonna continue to be a Jets fan, but it sucks. Mm-hmm. It's very painful. Um, so he asked me, you know, what what would I do if I if I was the owner with the coaching situation, GM, blah blah blah, and I went on a rant about this a few weeks ago. I'd fire the GM. The guy does not deserve to be the GM any longer. And if you're a Jeff fan and you think that's logical that he does, I don't want to hear it. The guy's had four years to turn it around, multiple years with $100 million in cap. And with that, you've gotten a center who can't snap that sitting, a receiver that you cut, uh, Isaiah Crowell, who had one good game and has yet to reach 450 rushing yards over, what what are we now, week 12? As As the starting back. And then, uh, oh, yeah, Tremaine Johnson, who's played, like, five games this year. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, you can't do anything with the money. And there's so many reasons that I would like to go on, but I'm going to focus on the coaching aspect for right now. Todd Bowles, one, is just – I hate looking at him on my TV screen because this guy needs to go. He takes no accountability. He has no ener- – he's like, oh, well, I like to have my I like to have my you know, my calmness on the sideline. And I don't care. Show some emotion, pal. Bill Belichick can do that because he's won five Super Bowls. Yeah. You can't do that, Todd Bowles. You've won a total of like 11 games in four years. You can't do that. You need to go. McCagnan needs to go. Bates needs to go. That guy couldn't coach high school. You know when You know when people are sitting behind the mic and they'll be like, oh, well, you know what? That guy will always forever know more football than me. Yeah. Jeremy Bates probably doesn't know more football than me. That guy is so bad. I don't know what you guys are trying to do, man. I don't know your person. They all just got to go. So here's here's my list. Of uh of candidates. Yeah, your wish list. My wish list. Um. So first, in and in the no order, no order. Okay. I like the OC from uh Kansas City. Okay. Because anybody from the Andy Reid tree just turns out to be good. Mm-hmm. Probably won't be on the Jets. How much work is he doing though? How many buttons do you think he's pushing? It's not that. 
It's what he's learning. Oh, it's being in the room. It's being in the same room as Andy Reid. It's being on the same headset. Listen to Big Red. Okay. You got him. Okay. You got uh, the guy, the guy, uh, what's his name, from the OC from Tennessee, mm-hmm. who right now you look at and you're like, oh, the OC from Tennessee, they don't have that, that great of an offense. But guess what? The guy's background, he coached Matt Ryan in his MVP season when they went to the Super Bowl. And also he coached, uh, he was OC to Sean McVay, mm-hmm. developing Jared Goff. Those are two offense. That's around. that's that's great experience right there mm-hmm. with quarterbacks. Clearly, he developed them. Matt Ryan was always good, but he took him to that great MVP season. Jared Goff was a a bust until McVay showed up, and obviously he had something to do with development. Matt Lafleur. Yeah, Lafleur. That's Le his name. Fleur. And then the other guy is uh, DeFilippo up in Minnesota, the OC, who I developed have, Wentz, and now he's there. I have. I don't disagree with any of your picks. I just have a different. Uh, opinion on this. I think the NFL's problem is we are constantly recycling coaches. Okay, but who are we recycling in that list that I just gave you? No, nobody. I'm not I'm, I'm not blaming you for and that. And by the way, I will put some respect on you when we did have this conversation. I would consider uh, Cliff, whatever his Cliff name Lingsburg. is. Yeah, I would consider him as, as an OC. I don't know about a head coach yet. No. I don't, but I would consider coach. him as an OC, a good guy for um, Darnold. And also, mentioned it a few times now, Tony Romo, give him a call. Yeah, I just think I think the NFL. You constantly hear about coaches getting fired and rehired and getting these second chances. And and look at the teams who are doing well right now. Andy Reid is the only anomaly. But McVay comes in, killing the game, Kill it. killing the yep. game. Pat Shermer, you hire him. He's had his shot as a as a head coach. I mean, he did okay at the Vikings. You hire him. He's three and eight. I don't know how I feel about Give him. Give him another year to develop his roster a little bit further. He's got a taste of what he likes now. Yeah. What everyone can do. Give him another year. I just think NFL teams need to look at bringing in young blood or college or college uh, level coaches and be, get a little bit more creative in your more creative in your play calling. More creative a Lincoln Riley type doing. of guy. Lincoln Riley type of guy. Cliff Clinsbury. Even Larry Fedora. I think Larry Fedora would be a good offensive coordinator in the NFL. Um, I just think you know, I think teams that take risk, calculated risk, where they. Where it's not just like, oh, well, he's done this before. Let's throw him in there. Let's put him in this color yeah. polo and see if it works out better. I don't like that. I don't like that. I think it's better to There's There's a, a reason why we idolize Sean, the Sean McVeighs and Sean Paytons of the world. Right. They're rare. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find... Sean McVeigh is a different animal. Mm-hmm. Any, any guy that can... Uh, re- recognize or whatever the word is. Remember any, recall any play yeah. of Instant his coaching recall, career. Yeah. Of his coaching career, that's a different animal. Yeah, Sh- you know, Sean Payton's very creative. Uh-huh. These guys are very hard to find, right? And I just don't think that NFL coach, uh, um, NFL organizations know enough about the creativity. You know what I'm saying? It's not it, the I, the NFL is not a rah rah type position as yeah. a head coach. A head coach's job is you just need to be. Like crazy smart and create. Look at yes. every successful team. Bill Belichick is not a rah rah guy. The only rah rah guy you can really point to, Sean McVay has that, but he's just unbelievable. But he's a good, brain. he's a good rah rah. He's right. like, he's like that motivational, like I'm on your side, I'm gonna mm-hmm. have your back. Rah-rah. He's a player's coach. Yeah. The oh, but it's him and Bill O'Brien are the only two coaches that have that. Approach. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Um. So, you know. But for the most part, teams that do really well are just crazy creative, crazy. Like, yeah. Have just this un- like it's not a. That's what I'm saying. It's rare. The the, the Saints, blood, Chiefs, man. and and Rams right now are just they're different. It's a different level. They of are football. different. It's a different level. Of- I watch the Jets and they're not playing the same sport as these no. guys. Jeremy nope. Bates went on his hiking trip for two years to find himself to come back in coaching, and this is what you find. 
This is what you come up with? Go this isn't Tim, football. Go put your Tims back on and go for it. Yeah, go surprise. go hiking. You're going to have to spend stay some more there, time Tim. finding yourself, stay, Jeremy Bates. Stay up, stay up. There, and bro. I just can't stand Todd Bowles anymore, man. The whole – he takes no accountability for himself. Mm-hmm. His – what was that? What on Billy? Let me. I'm gonna give you a scenario. Did you watch any of the Jet game or no? I don't watch the Jets. Okay, all no right. Offense. You're a smart man. No, it's fine. I'm gonna give you a scenario. You're playing Tom Brady, mm-hmm. right? It's a tied game. Oh, I know where you're going. You're talking about the third down and what? Fifteen. And it was well. It was third and two. Okay. And they they said, hey, let's take the penalty and make it third and fifteen here. Were they in? Were they in field goal range? Yes. Yes, they were in field goal range, and they thought this would push them out, which I get. But you have to realize. It's Who's Thomas. on the other side of the ball? It's Thomas, man. It's Thomas Brady throwing to Robert Gronkowski. You don't give Tom Brady second chances. You don't. And that was just, uh, that got me mad. Yeah. I don't think they make a lot of decisions that make a lot of Let, sense. Can we man. move on? Because sure. I, I just, sure. like, I, didn't, I really didn't want to talk about them today. This makes you feel better. Now you got my your blood boiling. Baker, your guy freaking That's Baker some good Mayfield. news. That's some good news. Baker Mayfield, Hugh Jackson. I'm, I'm torn here. I'm torn here. For those of you that don't know, Hugh Jackson left the Browns uh, a few weeks ago. Well, he was fired. He got fired. Right. And then decided to come on the Cincinnati Bengals, who are an in-conference rival, as a a defensive assistant, defensive suggester, Mm -hmm. um, whatever you want to call it. The Browns, a gentleman on the defense, intercepted the ball. Demarius Randall. Yeah, two, two power moves by two players. Demarius Randall, interception. Right. As if he planned it. Runs directly to Hugh Jackson, hands in the football. Hugh Jackson gives him a little helmet tap. Post-game, Hugh Jackson, just short of a dead sprint <laughs> to Baker Mayfield. Hey, he, move him, Baker, pushing guys. Baker, hey, Baker, Baker, Baker. 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 Quick question, fan, Baker. To, total fangirl. Yeah. But this is the guy that drafted him, and Baker hit him with the we're not almost cool like a that. stiff arm. Yeah, he hit him with like, we're not the, cool the, like, the, like the like, oh, hey, man, dap. Mm-hmm. He went in for the hug, and it was just it was hard to watch. I look at this two ways. Yep. I don't know what Hugh Jackson was like in his meetings. I don't know what he was like during his departure. Did you watch Hard Knocks or no? Well, no, I'm talking about during the season. Oh, okay, all right. So I don't know what Baker Mayfield and Hugh Jackson's relationship was. Okay. I do know Hugh Jackson paid a huge part of Baker Mayfield being the number one overall pick. And unless there was a personal and specific reason for you to come at him, it's it's a job. And when you get fired, you find another job. Right. You're, I didn't this think is it a, was a great look. This is I understand where he's coming from. Yeah. Um, it's not college though. It's not college. It's this not is college. this is a professional business where people still need to put food on the table well, and no, make some money. Food, no, don't give me. Yeah, the they're food making the they're, they're making good money. All right. Okay, thank you. But please. it's just it's a it's a it's an analogy, Bill. It's your job. It's, it's your, your job. job. And and if you get an opportunity at another place, and this is an opportunity that was you take good for him it because he might get the head coaching Dude, job. Dude, guys there. go every, guys go to rivals all the time right. because it's a professional business. I would say the one the two teams that you don't that you find that don't do that are the the Steelers and the Ravens. Right, it's the only it's the only because they hate yeah. each other. That division is the best with rivalries by far. The rest, mm-hmm. is, I mean, the NFC East comes close, but it's not even it's that big. Just, I I I didn't have as much of a problem with it until he doubled down on it in the press conference. Yeah, and for a young guy, I didn't. I just I, it rubbed me the wrong way. I can understand if you have a personal bout with him, and I know he's the kind of guy that likes to create these narratives yeah. to drive him. But it just wasn't. I hate to sound old, but it just wasn't really professional. No, it wasn't professional. Um, but I will say this: aside from the fact of this whole topic right here, um, what he said. 
I want to talk about Baker Mayfield right now, the quarterback, and um, the fact that he's playing unbelievable. So, so listen, this is a this is a reflection on Hugh Jackson. He's a terrible coach. Look what Freddie Kitchens is doing right now with Baker Mayfield and Cleveland. Let me rephrase this: Baker Mayfield is embracing Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Not. I don't want to say he's embracing the Cleveland Brown uniform like we've never seen it before. Mm-hmm. And the city need, is, has to embrace him back because he's he's changing the culture. It's no longer, hey, man, we're the Browns. He's saying, no, we're the freaking Browns. Yeah. Like, we're yeah. going to come in here. We're going to play our balls off. We're going to we're going to win the game. I will say I'm going to give I'm going to give that's a leader. Give, I'm going to give Hugh a little pass I because won't. he took his hands off of the offense and handed it to Todd Haley. At the end of the day, it's a reflection of him, but he wasn't... In, it's in, a reflection on both of them. Exactly. They both so couldn't not, do this. So I'm not willing to just put it all on Hugh. My, Baker Mayfield, in my opinion, for my money's worth, rookie is of the year. one or two in the rookie of the yeah. year conversation. It's not over with Saquon. I think Saquon is leading the, the pack right now, but Baker has put himself... Baker is the real deal, man. I, no, I agree, 100%. Like he's, people, that, people doubt him in college, but you don't just go over 70% completion percentage yeah. three years in college. You don't do that. I think um, I just think that's who he is, though. I mm-hmm. don't think that Baker Mayfield, what he did this weekend, was was him preening or him looking to be in the. I really think that's how he motivates himself. He yeah, oh, hundred yeah. percent, it is. He motivates himself by that stuff, and also like he's just he's got that charisma. He's different, man. He's different. He's a different kind of. Dude. He's a different approach, and people got to just learn how to understand it. I want to ask you a question. Yeah. Saquon Barkley, okay, in the first half of the Eagles Giants game, mm. looked like freaking Gale Sayers out there. I mean, he was through the air, on the ground. He was doing everything right. I think he had over 150 yards in the first half. Yeah, he had like he had like a rushing touchdown or receiving yeah. touchdown. Just yeah. just dominating the game. Dominating. They're winning at halftime. Going at halftime, he touches the ball four more times the rest of the game. Four or five more times the rest of the game. Do you think the Giants purposefully, purposely were calling the game to lose it? No. You don't think so? No. So what is – there is no excuse for – I just think Pat like Shermer him. gave the worst halftime speech of all time. It has nothing to do with speech. <laughs> I'm talking about play calling. I know that. I was joking. No, I don't think they're trying to lose the game by any means. Be- well, first of all, you have Odell coming out and saying – we just got to win, rattle off eight in a row. You have this whole fan base saying, oh, my God, we're going to win the division. Got to rattle off eight in a row, mm-hmm. which was just preposterous to me, okay? But Derek Carr came out and said that well, I don't want to have the first pick. At the end of the day, it's who's calling the plays, Look, and that's Pat Shermer. Yeah, and all, and he tried to get Odell more involved, as he said in the press conference. But they said they don't. Look, it is what it is. Saquon should have gotten more touches, absolutely. But do I think they purposely tried to lose the game? No, not at all. I don't know, man. I think I think the Giants have gone into full tank mode. Uh, don't really have a problem with it. I will say Eli Manning is playing good football right now. Eli Manning is playing decent football. I think we can both agree on that. And I think the Giants. I are is. In a I position, my captain. I think we're the Giants are in a position where you do take a quarterback first round, but knowing that he can sit and learn behind Eli Manning for at least eight weeks. I have maybe a maybe uh, even a year. I have a draft scenario for you. Let me hear. It. And it involves both the Jets and the Giants. Oh boy, we'll cross. Uh, Cross office. Right now, if the season ended today, the Jets select fourth overall. Mm-hmm. I think the Giants select fifth. Okay. Um, let me ask you this: You think the Jacksonville Jaguars need a quarterback? Jacksonville Jaguars. See, I don't know. The don't... answer to your question is one hundred percent yes. They okay. need a quarterback. But do you draft one or do you trade for one? 
Oh, continue. I'm interrupting. I'm sorry. Jacksonville beats the Giants to the punch and trades with the Jets to get a quarterback. And I think it might be for Jalen Ramsey. Do you want to do that? I would not mind that. So you you're getting a okay. first team All Pro corner when you when you would take a and you can when you would take an edge rusher. Either that, or you or you take that and you and you swap places with them. Yeah, you, who would you want from the Giants though? If the Giants wanted to make that offer, ah, uh, we don't really have anybody. You don't have anybody that we need. We're not going to trade Landon Collins. Yeah, um, you don't have anybody that we need. So yeah. put it that way. That's just a little scenario to put in your head. That might. I don't. I, I, I don't I'm, see it. I'm try- you don't see that. I don't. I think the Jaguars are in a position where their roster is good enough that they literally only need a quarterback. So I can see them trading for one. Okay. Um, then why didn't they trade for Teddy Bridgewater? That's a great question. That's an excellent question. Um, they believed in Blake Bortles, and speaking of Blake Bortles, we were going to talk about him, so might as well get to him now. I feel Not bad. playing good football. I feel bad for him, man. I feel bad for Blake Bortles. Um, I don't. You got to play. You're. You don't pay a man at the the hardest position in sports that you're questioning if he can even play. You don't do it. Well, at the end of the day, that's just GM incompetence. You yeah. have to be better and know, hey, you go to Blake, you say, hey, listen, Blake, look, we like you. You let us the AFC Championship. Awesome. We're going to give you a one-year deal. We're going to pay you, but you just got to show us for one more 365 that year. And instead, they went the uh, they went the route of paying them big bucks, and it's come back, and it is biting them firmly in their ass. So, mm. you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, it's just amazing to see how far they've fallen off. And, and credit to the NFL – this year, um, I didn't know what to expect. We're getting a competitive product. You don't know who's going to win the Super Bowl. You don't know who's going to win week in and week out. I've been credit critical. Of Not the only NFL. competitive, but you're getting excite- excitement. Excitement. You don't know what's going to happen. For most of these divisions, you don't even know what's going on. I mean, who saw the Texans winning eight games in a row? Because I certainly did. You saw it? I called them winning the division at the beginning of the year. Yeah, but I'm saying after the, after that start, though. After that rocky start, where they start 0-3, 0-4. Never had a doubt. Okay. All right. Um, But going back to the Giants, we had a, we had a question. I'm going to pull it up here from Corey Bird. Okay, so and we'll just touch on this real quick. Shout out Corey, shout out Sash. Shout out to you, Corey. Will or should the Giants play Luetta this season to see Loretta. what they have? Loretta. Yeah, Put tomato, some tomato. Respect on the Richmond guy's name. If they don't have, if they don't, wait. If they don't think he can be the QB of the future, would you rather them trade for one of one Stafford or Derek Carr or just draft the quarterback? Well, well, Corey, here's what I think. You guys don't have a lot of cap space. Why on earth would you trade for? Stafford or Derek Carr, who both are not playing good football and making a hundred million dollars. Right. Draft the quarterback. You have solid pieces. You just need a younger guy that can move around and could fit Pat Shermer's scheme. So that's my answer. I couldn't agree more with you on the Stafford Carr situation. I think Stafford's ship has sailed. <laughs> um, you can't win a Super Bowl with him being a quarterback. I don't think. I don't think he's that kind of player. Um, the best he performs year in and year out is on Thanksgiving, and he couldn't even win the Thanksgiving game this year. The Kyle Arletta situation, Eli Manning's been playing good football. He's, um, he's not your quarterback of the future. He's not the quarterback of the future, but he's the quarterback of the immediate future for at least the end of this year and into next year. I think you keep him around. If you don't play him, he's going to want out. He's either going to want out or he's going to retire. I think you let him finish the year out and mentor whoever. I think we got to draft a quarterback. You have to draft a quarterback. Because if this Kyle Arletta kid was the real deal, You'd hear more about it. 
um, and we haven't talked about him. And also, he seems like a real idiot. <laughs> yep, <laughs> you know, yep, you, get yep. a, you get caught up with the law. Not judging character here, but yeah. So Kind of an idiot. Yeah, that's where I'm on that. Uh, Eric's question, back to the Texans. Are the Texans legit? I think yes. No question. But I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl this year. It's just too high-powered of offenses mm-hmm. laying around the rest of the NFL. I will say they're dangerous because they're playing motivated with their owner passing away. They were all already doing great. Bill O'Brien, though, coming back from the dead. I mean, Good for talk him. About embr- Good for he's him. still in Halloween mode. I mean, J.J. Watt coming back this year off an injury. He's killing it. Mm-hmm. Him and his brother. Not surprising. Not surprising. Um, in news today, Ruben Foster, if you haven't heard the news already, was caught with domestic Bro, violence again. Ruben can, Foster, do you- can you calm down? Can you, like, take a, like... Bro, how many, like, ever since he's gotten in the league, he's been completely out of control. Out of control. Well, th- the first one was false accusations, supposedly, but now this comes out. Don't you think you would chill, though? Don't you yeah, think after, Yeah, dude, like, why wouldn't you just chill? Like, I don't, I don't get it. He's going to the Redskins. By the way, I just, uh, I don't like that. I don't, I don't like, I don't like, I don't, don't s- know what the hell is going on. You just sign him. That's, that's clearly putting, okay, we want to be good over, let, and, you know. That's like, kind of like what the, what the Seahawks did with the, what's that guy that, Michael Kendricks? This was insider trading, not beating the piss out of a woman. I, <laughs> I know that, but I, what I'm saying is they're going to say, hey, this guy's good at football. Let's hire him until yeah. he has to go to jail. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, no, but seriously, and just all, all due all, respect to the woman. I'm yeah, just all jokes straight, aside, straight. all jokes aside, I think if you hit, if you put, raise your hand to a woman and you lay your hands on a woman, yeah. you're the one of the lowest individuals on planet Earth. So, um, yeah, it's not cool what the Redskins are doing by any means, and in no way is domestic violence funny and I, or a and, joke. And, and I would, and I would err on the side of let's see what happens when it comes out. But if you get, if 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 you get charged with something and it, it's going to court, the chances are that's probably what uh what happened. Mm-hmm. So, um, damn, yeah, uh, it's a shame. It's a shame now that he goes to the Redskins. I think he just needs to be roommates with Colt McCoy. Hang out. Colt McCoy's a cool Play dude. Play some Nintendo 64. Like, just Eat don't some go Texas outside. grub. Yes. Like, just calm down. Please. Yeah. Please relax. Just uh, chill. What's next? God. Some NBA. Mba. Some Mba. Mba. Some Mba. Dude, Eric Santiago had another great question. And he asked, what is a realistic um, return or trade scenario for Markel Fultz? What I think the Sixers need to do, he 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 can't fit there. It's not going to work. He can't fit anywhere. It's, it's, it's not. I'm not going to say that. I think if he I gets will. a change of scenery, I think he'll be okay. I don't. He's got that talent. jump shot doesn't change He's with the weather. He's got talent. He's got talent. That shooting form is disgusting. Well, we do know that he had. Well, it's him just trying to figure it out. It's probably some trainer that's like, oh, try yeah, this. Yeah, but this isn't baseball. Okay, this isn't where it's you similar. can. It's not where you can hop in the batting box and switch up your your routine and then hit a dinger. Yes, it is. Yeah, I guess it is. You remember when but, Shaq was going? Okay, but the this dude's thing? this dude's doing nonsense. I don't know what he's doing. I mean, at the end of the day, the kid is the kid twenty even. He's not even twenty. I don't know, he's but, probably got seventy five people telling him what to do. I think he just needs to. If, if it's if it's gonna work, it needs to be elsewhere. So the 100%. Sixers need to do is they need to say, look, what do we need? We're not getting a you're not you're not getting a first round pick from Markel Fultz. It's just not happening. By no means. I think best case Get scenario. I was looking around. I think J.R. Smith, who is not going to work in Cleveland either. He wants out. Let's go J.R. But why do you need Markel? Markel? Why if you have uh, Sexton there? Because he can just play the two. 
Yeah. Or he can come off the bench. He's a good spark. He's averaging eight points a game. Who? Uh, Markel. He's averaging eight points a Did game. Did you just say he's a good spark? He is a good spark. Coming off the bench, he can't shoot jump shots, but he slices, he dices, he gets in there, he gets the paint. Yes. Um, and I think I think the Sixers need another shooter for come playoff time. Right. So I think I think most most likely scenario if you're going to go with this is you're going to get Jr. But if you can coax it into Jr. and Kyle Korver, that's a great trade. Ooh. Jr. and Kyle Korver. If you can get Jr. and Kyle Korver, but I think that's what they need to do. They need to check the league and find some kind of shooter. Shooter. Probably coming towards the end of his career. Um, and he has to be able to somewhat defend. Because, J.J., you're already this, trying to this, hide. This Markel Fultz situation is just the biggest experiment I've ever seen. It's just like a science experiment. But they got didn't know wrong. they were signing up for an experiment. I know that. He was the first coming in, this guy was legit. My only question with him was, had Did you think he was more shooting. legit than Jason Tatum? Yeah, everybody did. I didn't. I love Jason Tatum. I love Jason Tatum, too, but, but my, well... I'm not going to say I wanted him over Jason Tatum. My gripe with Markel Fultz was, yo, if you're this good, your team should make March Madness. Like, with all the teams yeah, that go to yeah. March, your team should at least make March Madness. And I think his team won seven or eight games his senior, his uh, his his year at uh, Washington. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I was thinking it would be funny if the Celtics traded that Kings pick that they originally <laughs> traded for Markel Fultz back to the Sixers to mm. get him. But the Celtics have their own issues right now. They're right around 500. Um, but... It's a shame. I wish him nothing but the best. I hope he can figure it out. Um, but, um, you know, I think that's best-case scenario is with Cleveland. What about John Wall? Oof. John Wall is getting paid around $76 million. They, did you see that uh, uh, the Wizards are pay, paying, like, the fifth-highest um, roster right now in the world? In the world. Like any sport? Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, fifth to, to seventh to highest. outside the playoffs. Here's the thing, though. To be under 500. Think about, think about who John Wall is a player, and I like him. I John like John Wall. Wall. John, John Wall. John Wall is a point guard who is in his prime or end, at the end of his prime. End of his prime. Who 100% relies on athleticism, which doesn't last long because you're going to get old. Your knees are going to get old. Yeah. Your backs will start to hurt. And seems to be a little bit of a locker room cancer and is getting paid an absurd amount of money. Those are three horrible, <laughs> those are three horrible things that you have they combined are. in one they thing. They are. I don't think you're going to be able to move John Wall unless you unless, you're going to have to give Someone's up going to want to John Wall. Dude, but you're going to have to give up more. You're going to have to be the one that's giving to yeah. get rid of John Wall. They're trying to unload John Wall with that big contract. Nobody is lining up and saying, "Hey, can, hey, let me get John Wall." Like that nobody's lining up. You're going to have to coax somebody into taking that on. Um so I like John Wall. I think the Maybe DC, the Hawks will just buy him out. <laughs> Yeah, like the, like the, Mello. Like the Mello deal. <laughs> and they'll hang up his jersey in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a bad scenario in Washington, and I like it when Washington's good. I like Bradley Beal. Um, I really like their coach. I like Mike Brooks. Uh, I think it's Mike Brooks. It's Brooks. You're asking the wrong dude. Um, but, uh, you know, I, th- I don't think they'll be able to move him. I don't. What about uh, Scott Brooks, not Mike. What about this whole Kemba situation as well? I love me some Kemba Walker. You know what it is? I think Michael Jordan was just so used to doing everything by himself that he thinks Kemba can do it as well. So mm-hmm. he's just like, yo, just go do what I did. Bro, just Michael go do Jordan it. Jordan never did it by himself. I know, I know, but <laughs> you, you get the point. Um, I just think Michael Jordan's a bad is is bad at his job. Yeah, great I, basketball player, not a great bad front, is, front yeah, office guy. Of course. Um, you have to make a decision if you're Charlotte. Either help him or move him. And I'll tell you what, man. If if Campbell Walker went to the Nets or the Knicks, I'd get behind. Fire, 100%. fire. I'd, I'd get a jersey. 
I, I, I love his game. I think so much of his career has been wasted in Charlotte. Um, you know, he's not on TV. Um, yeah. No, like we can't appreciate him as no. much as we want. Well, to. I got NBA. Uh, NBA yeah, 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 yeah. Pass, so I, I, I appreciate it, but. Um, you know, I, I think uh, I think it's in his best interest to be elsewhere. He's not the kind of guy that's going to come out and say trade me. He's not going to go the Jimmy Butler route. Um, but I'm hoping that Charlotte does move him or at least do something to get him help. And I just don't see it. You have so much money tied up, you can't just go out and get somebody. And you don't have that many assets. I mean, who's this, who's the second best player on that team? Kid Gilchrist, yeah. Batum. Like <laughs> I don't know who the second best player is on that team. So, oh God. Um, you know, how about Jimmy buckets? Great pickup. Great trade. I'm not going to lie to you. When it first happened, I was kind of worried about the culture of the Sixers locker room because there's already rumors up that Embiid and Simmons don't get along. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought adding that third guy with a big attitude was going to be an issue, but it's it's worked out perfectly. Um, he's two coming game in there. He's being the one that's making the plays. I will say this, though. It, there's going to be ups and downs throughout the season. It's early. I want to see how this team handles a uh, two or three, four, or five game skid. Um, it's, it's if if he rims out a couple of these shots or a couple of these shots don't don't go down. You know how Philly is. I mean, everybody's gonna start freaking out. So we'll see. Uh, as of right now, it's working out really well. Um, but. You know the East is insane. I mean, who the hell knows what's going on in the NBA? You got the Grizzlies. Who the, the Clippers, yeah, who the hell knows what's going place. on out west too? You got the Grizzlies. Uh, you got the Clippers. Who were your dark horse? I, Not your light horse. Thank you. Your dark horse. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. I will say this: the Clippers. Here's the thing: Doc Rivers didn't want to be a part of the rebuild in Boston. Leaves, goes to uh, Lob City. Everyone leaves, and he's just got he's got a bunch of players that are just good at what they do. They don't have an attitude, like and they're the going Patriots. out there and they're playing. Yeah, but they don't even have Tom Brady. Like their best player is Shea Gilchrist Alexander. <laughs> this guy's going out there and balling out. Um, so I think they're just one of those teams that you got a bunch of guys that know their role. They're doing their role and they're and they're just doing it together. It's honestly definitely what the NBA needs right now, considering how it's been so top heavy with the Rockets, right. the Warriors, right. you know, the Celtics, the the Raptors, you know, and last year obviously the Cavs. Mm-hmm. It's been so top heavy that they they almost needed this right now. Yeah. And by the way. One of the most beautiful sights I've ever seen in sports, the Warriors going on like a four-game skid. You know, I, I, I love think, it. I think I think that just pr- to me uh, reinforces how important Steph Curry is to that team. Oh, 100%. for all of that to fall apart when he's hurt, he's the MVP of that team. There's no question. Is Kevin Durant more talented? Yes, but the team goes as Steph goes. Yeah. Um, so, you know. Uh, I knew it was gonna. It wasn't gonna last. I think they'll be right back in doing what they're gonna do. And and also, I think the Celtics are gonna be fine. You look up and down the up and down the uh, the standings. Who the hell knows what's going on? But again, it's early. Um, we'll see. What if the, this is gonna sound completely absurd? Because my basketball IQ is not the highest right now. Okay. We were just talking about Kemba going to the Knicks or Nets. Right. There's also talk about Durant going to Knicks or Nets. What if they both go? That's what I was gonna say. What if what if the Knicks just say, "Hey, screw it. Let's trade. Let's trade a bunch of players for Kemba. Live with the rest of this year of losing. And then when Kevin Durant comes around the corner, let's just pay them both well, and I have like, two studs." I, I like I like how the Knicks are rebuilding. Uh, I'd have to sit down and talk to a Knicks fan. We'll probably get Eric back on here talk a little basketball. Um, but you got a lot of money tied up in Hardaway. I think Hardaway is on an eighty-five point seven million dollar contract. A really expensive contract playing point guard right now. 
Um, but I would love to see the Kemba, the Kemba, Kevin yeah, Durant show. Right. And, and I'll say Kevin Durant, if he does decide to go to a Clippers team or a Nets team or a Knicks team, that's really the only way I think he can resurrect his career. Not resurrect because a lot of people there's like been, him anyways, There's been so much, kind of there's been so happen. much talk too about uh, whether, whether you like it or not. There's been so much talk about him going to the Lakers as well. I don't see it. Okay. I, I don't see it either. I don't think it'll happen. Yeah. But let me ask you this. If he goes there, who does it look worse on, him or LeBron? Definitely Durant, because LeBron didn't ask for it. I mean, it. LeBron didn't ask for it, but um, yeah, it'd be the first. It'd be the first time that a, a marquee guy was like, "Let me join LeBron." Kevin Durant can't do that. No, he can't. He can't. He, can't he, he will literally be the most hated man in America. I don't see. I'm gonna be honest with you. And part of Canada for a Toronto. I'm gonna be honest with you. <laughs> I don't think anybody's gonna join the Lakers this offseason. No? I think if if Kawhi Leonard, I th- I think there's a much better chance Kawhi Leonard stays in Toronto than people think. I think he's yeah, I think so out too. There. He's all by himself. He's all kumbaya. You know, he's weird. He doesn't like to have to talk to the media. They kind of just let him do his thing. I think he fits in well there. But I think if he goes somewhere else, I think he goes to the Clippers. Why not? That's your team. Why would Kawhi Leonard, who has beaten LeBron James in the finals, who is in the discussion, I don't think he is, but he's in the discussion year in and year out to see the best player. Is he up for MVP? Go to the Clippers. Be the best Be the best player on the team. Lead that young group. I mean, Or, hot take. Okay. They can just listen to Devin Booker and join him in Phoenix. Not a shot. Not a shot. <laughs> Not a shot. The super team's coming to Devin I res- Booker. I respect it because De- Devin Booker doubling down on Dude, the, look, I got drafted here, I'm going to stay, but you're not building a super team in Phoenix. I, I honestly respect it because what else do you have in Phoenix? You know what I mean? I mean, like, I'm, he's probably just—he's probably so done with losing, he's like, you know what, screw it, super team, come yeah. with me. Like, Speaking let's of do new it. existence. Yeah, yeah, let's just do it. So, uh let, just real quick, want to get into this because it's huge right now in sure, New York. Sure. Um, there's talk of Robinson Cano. The Mariners have called up both the Yankees and the Mets about Robinson Cano with a potential trade. I've heard that they just want to swap with Jacoby Ellsbury with, for, for with uh, the Yankees, which would be just an absolute steal for the Yankees, considering that guy's sitting there and just losing money. Ellsbury says no with yeah, his contract. Yeah, with but no trade clause. He's literally just sitting there making like thirty-five million. Yeah, and he's been doing that for like four years. I know. Unreal. That's why he's been MIA forever. On year, unreal. But also, we were talking about this. Um, Noah Syndergaard on the Mets is in huge talk right now. But wait, hold on. I don't know if you know this. What? What are they? What are they asking the Mets for? I don't know. Like, I have. I have him, not seen could we anything just send about him Jay that? Bruce. I'd yeah. love that. Well, if yeah. we could just send him Jay yeah, Bruce, absolutely. I'm. I'm gonna look it up, but prompt us on what uh, we got going on here. I have, no, she's, that's my thing. I have no idea what. Um, no, with the Syndergaard, you were talking about Syndergaard. Oh yeah, so Syndergaard's being talked about for trading, and you and I got into it a little bit. Who would we rather trade? Okay. I would rather trade Syndergaard, but see, I don't want to trade either because Syndergaard finished eighth in Cy Young voting. He had a great year for missing a few games as well, and Degrom also is the goat and got the Cy Young, rightfully so. But here's my thing: we can't trade Syndergaard because he cut his hair. The year that Degrom cut his hair, he wins Cy Young. Mm-hmm. You did, can't do did, it. Did Syndergaard cut his hair? Off? Cut his hair. Wow. Yeah, I, I think he kept thing, the man. top long, but here's, the sides here. are cut. But all I can tell is a haircut on them as a Mets pitcher, guaranteed Cy Young. Here's here's what I'm saying. Here's how I'm looking at it. Okay. I think we need to make a decision if we want to rebuild, trade both. Trade Syndergaard and trade DeGrom. And get if you want to studs. win games now, and I don't have a problem with either one because I think we can go either way. We have a nice young core that you can build around, and we have pitching that you can build around. 
I mean, we do. We have Nimmo. We got uh, the the youngin we brought up. Uh, Nimmo's good. Jeff McNeil, Rosario, who Rosario's give or take. We don't yeah, really know. We need another year out. to see that. Um, but there's also that uh, what's his name, the dude uh, Peter Alonso. Peter Alonso. So you got good young players to blow it up if you want to blow it up. But at the same time, you have probably the best rotation in baseball. All right, but here's my thing. Here's my. We also have Wheeler. Don't forget about Wheeler. Yeah, he's another stud. Yeah. If we happen to trade any one of those pitchers, I don't want. A, a, a number one prospect farm guy in return. I want a proven young stud. I want to get return. Oh, no, we'd have to get more than one. Yeah, but we'd you see, you know two. what I mean. I want a stud, a guy yeah. that is proven, a guy that is good. I don't mind paying, and he's going to perform. That's what I want. I at first I was thinking I was I was upset about hearing a shopping cigar, but it's actually good to see that we're being proactive. I think, dude. Honestly, I think that at first I was a little iffy with this whole Brody Van Wagenen thing. Wagoning. But I, I kind of have a good feeling about his approach. Oh, I think it's going to be very different. Feeling? I'm optimistic. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm optimistic. I'm not, all right, not, all right. You, co- yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got me. So here's what they're saying. To inquire Cano, the Mets would only be interested if Seattle included a prospect and cash in the trade. Because in the in the last he's old. five in the last five years of his contract, he's earning $120 million. Yeah, he's making stupid That's money. That's a whole lot of money. That's a whole um, lot of money. So... We should trade Cespedes. Just get something for nah, him. You can't. Who's going who's to take him? I'm who's sure you're him? telling me there's he not. He got double heel surgery. He can't doesn't even he walk go right back now. To, wait, doesn't he? He well, said he, he wants to finish his career in Oakland. They got some good players, don't they? <laughs> Can we get Familia back? Yeah. I guess to wrap this up, my wish is either if you want to win right now, fine. Keep Syndergaard and DeGrom. You can move some other pieces. Um if you want to blow it up, I don't. I really, I don't have a problem with that because I think it's a quick rebuild, not the quick rebuild we said it was going to be two years ago. Right, the quick right, rebuild right. that it would be a quick rebuild. Um, but if you're going to do that, trade both. Um, they're both in their prime right now. If you try to trade one, I think by the time that those prospects you get back start making a difference, he's probably past his his prime. So that's what I'd like to do. Dude, I live a tough life as a Mets and Jets fan. I don't know why you signed up for it, man. I didn't know I was born uh, into it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all we got for you guys today. Let me say oh, wait. one more thing before winners, we get into winners, winners, losers. losers. Let me get to say one thing before we do that and helmet stickers. Um, Dabo Sweeney won ACC Coach of the Year. I think that's bullshit. I think Dino Babers, by far, of Syracuse deserved to win Coach of yeah. the Year this year. He has done an unbelievable job in Syracuse, turning that program around. And I think Going second, to number 12. And I think second place... Is Steve Adazio at Boston College? Yeah, he's done a I great job. I respect what Dabo Sweeney has done. I do. I, I honest to God do. But if you're, I, I hate when we get caught up in these in these yearly awards. We look at them as, oh well, what has he done for? No, you need to look at the calendar year. What is he working with? What has he accomplished? Yeah. And it's t- it's too much. Every year you have to do that. You can't look at things from a uh, from a wide spectrum. You got to look at it from that calendar year. Respect. So I just got to give a shout out to Dino Babers and Steve Adazio. They both have done an excellent job. Steve Adazio is a run smash mouth power guy. I'd never thought it would work in the ACC. He's making it work um, with lesser talent. Yeah. With disrespect to Boston College, but it's just a fact. Um. Helmet sticker, winners, losers. My helmet sticker is going to be the same as my winner. Sure. Because this is just a ball. And it's going to be two. Two guys. Sure. Phillip Rivers. Okay. 28-29 with X amount of yards and like four touchdowns, three touchdowns, whatever it was. I mean, going 25 or 25 at one point. And also, Marcus Mariota. Even though they took the L, this dude came out and balled out, went 17 for 17 and late, and finished 22-23, mm-hmm. over 300 yards, two touchdowns. Good for you. My helmet sticker, 
comes, and I got a question for you at the end of it. Nice. Comes from the Baltimore Ravens. Gentleman by the name of Matthew Judon had three sacks, not in the game, not in a drive. Three sacks back to back to back. You should probably block that guy. Three sacks <laughs> in a row. And my que- and how much sticker goes to him? My question for you is this week Joe Flacco is expected to be cleared. Lamar Jackson. You start Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, without no a doubt. You ride the hot hand, his, and right now he has his team electric. So you're saying Flacco's career is over in Baltimore? I'm not saying in Baltimore. You think so? In Baltimore, it's over. Because I think if they start Joe Flacco this week, Baltimore will burn to the ground. I, yeah. I think, I if, think if they start Joe Flacco, fa- I think the team will not stand for it. Okay. I My only question is, big win, all due respect to Lamar Jackson, you did play the Raiders. And the Raiders are bad. Yeah, but it's not a right ran, now. I, I think they could have ran sixty screenplays in a row the same exact way, and they probably would have still won. But it's seven. not for me. It's not even about that. It's all the receivers very excited that Lamar Jackson's in. The True. team is excited. They're yeah. following him. It's there. electric. They're, it, it, it's right, it's Electric Avenue in Baltimore yeah. right no, now. It is. It is. It is. It is. It is. Despite their record, despite how this year goes, they have hope in this young man, and they're gonna ride that. Winner. And plus, Harbaugh might lose his job if he if he puts Flacco back in. Both freaking Harbaugh's if yeah. you keep losing the correct teams that are uh, that matter. Um, I guess shout out shout out to CJ Davis. Well, losers. Birthday. Oh, loser. My fault. My fault. My fault. My loser is Jim Harbaugh. Okay. You can't win a big game. You go ahead. You get blown out by whatever the hell the swear was. Come on, man. Come on. Mine is this the um chance. the unknown name co- high school coach from the unknown high school. And we just saw this on High Noon. Yeah. D- literally just saw this. This dude got a Gatorade shower from his players mm-hmm. who are just trying to love him and appreciate him yeah. and just like him as a coach. And this dude goes back at them. He, like, grabbed the kid's Pissed throat. off, like, yeah. grabbed his coat. Like, that. you're a loser. Yeah. You're you're a major loser. Um, Shout-outs real quick. Shout-out to C.J. Rebus, whose birthday was also promoted to the 53-man roster. Uh, if you've been following his career, it's incredible. The adversity that he overcame. Very proud of you. Happy for you. Happy birthday. Um... Who else? Virginia Tech basketball is out here balling out. Um, number 13 in the country. I think they're number 9 in the FP, uh, FPI polls. Um, shoot, we got anything else going Shout on? Shout out to my friend Kyle Gade. Okay. His mustache game is on fire. Oh, is this the one we looked at before? Yeah. yeah. Oh. oh, wait, actually, you're a loser as well for not watching Game of Thrones. I promised the fans <laughs> I would roast you for it. You need to get on that on that train. I might. I might. I might. No, I, might no, 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 no. I might binge watch it. I really might. I might binge watch Dude it. Dude gets hated on and he's like, "Oh no, I got to defend myself." Um. Also, no, no shout out to the Bergen Catholic Gunner. Oh, on another the, loser on the on the, uh, on the point after try. We will retweet it. This guy comes off the edge. They got uh, beat by St. Joe's. Shout out St. In the Joe's. New Jersey. Uh, shout out St. Joe's. Just blue collar. Wins the state championship in uh, New Jersey. Comes off the edge on a kit on a on a PAT after like after the fact. Too. No regard for blocking the kick. Just dives his helmet directly into this kid's knee. AC. That was sideways. Yes. Not Look, cool, man. I just want to say, like Not some cool, people. Dude. I'm sure there's going to be someone somewhere like, oh, he's just a kid. Let me give you a little background, okay? Bergen Catholic is a big time high school in a big time conference, mm-hmm. and these kids are trained at, like it's a college program, and he he's. Like, I don't care what you say. If you're at one of these programs in North Jersey, you know right from wrong. You're a young man at that point. Yeah. You know right from wrong. And for you doing this, I will come at you. You're a loser. Unless his coach told him to do it. Which you don't still know. Still a loser. Still a loser. Also, you're right. Because I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do I wouldn't it. Do it. Yeah. You kidding me? <sighs> That's all we got for you today, guys. Hold on. I got a big cough. 
<laughs> there you go. Get yourself some NyQuil, man. Take I, I, a shot. No, 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 no. Natural healer. Natural healer. Um, we'll be back to you soon. Uh, got a big week. Oh, wait. We forgot one last oh, thing. Oh, my God. We forgot so many things, Bill. What What else? What? Cha- we got to run through the championship games. Yeah, Give your winners. Sure. Give your winners. So we're just going to run off. through these here. Um, your winners of the championship games this weekend. All right, here we go. Utah-Washington. Pac-12 championship. Washington. Washington. I'm going to go with Utah. Texas-Oklahoma. Red River rivalry rematch. Oklahoma by 14. By 14. Okay, I'm going to go with Texas because they play a little defense here. Uh, Memphis and UCF. UCF with the running, rolling with Memphis. their second-string quarterback. Memphis plastered Houston last week. Memphis. I'm rolling with Memphis. I'm rolling with Memphis. I'm rolling with Memphis. <laughs> Alabama-Georgia. Alabama in a closer game than what people think. Alabama line is 13 points right now. 13 points. Fresno State versus Boise State. I'm going to be honest, and I'm going to predict it because I have, I have not no idea. single game. No idea. I was just about to say teams. the same thing. Can't believe Fresno State is ranked. That's unreal. Um, I'll just say Fresno State because I hate Boise State's football field. Um, <laughs> Clemson and Pitt. Clemson and Pitt. Um, I think Clemson, and I don't think they're going to destroy him. I th- Dude. Clemson's favored by 26 points. I think they win by like 10. I think I was going to say I'm, 10. I think I'm taking Pittsburgh plus 26. 26 points are favored by? Yeah. <laughs> and Pitt has, Pitt has the blueprint on Clemson. The they spread, beat him a few times. Yeah. The spread in college football is wild. It's insane. It's absolutely, <laughs> it's, it's, it's bonkers. Oof. Northwestern. Northwestern upset. Ohio State. Northwestern I upset. I can see it, man. I can see it. One of the best football games I ever watched growing up was... Ohio State and Northwestern at Northwestern. Um, I forget who the Carlos Hyde from Ohio State had himself an afternoon. This is probably three or four days ago. Three or four Look, if I'm ago. a smart man, I'm going to Ohio State, but maybe I feel a little ballsy. Northwestern okay. upset. I did not know Dwayne Haskins has thrown for four thousand yards. This yeah, year. wait. So I I mentioned earlier you he'll be the number one or top ten draft pick. Mm-hmm. It'll be between him and Trevor Lawrence from Clemson. They're both studs. They're both gonna have great Trevor NFL Lawrence careers. Can't, Trevor Lawrence can't leave next year. He can't. He's a true freshman, isn't he? Oh, maybe he is. Yeah, All right, never mind. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. Three years from now. Football Three years from now. Clemson for a few more years. Yeah. Um, so that's all we got for you guys. We look forward to coming back. Um, thank you for being the greatest listeners in the world. Thank you. And I did this flu podcast for you. You have the flu? No, it's like the Michael Jordan flu game. Flu podcast. If you have the flu and I get the flu after, I'm I don't have not. the flu. I don't have the flu. Okay. Otherwise, all I wouldn't right. be here. Well, I would because I love you guys. Yeah, and I would. Be but you know what I mean. This is like my flu podcast. Okay. This defines me. Okay. Okay. If that's what you want to go with, <laughs> guys. By the hey, way, hey, what a little shrug. Get uh, guys, get ready for it. Bow Mania coming up. Gonna be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. We'll talk to you soon, guys. Can't wait to see all these 500 teams get gifts and play in a bowl game. All right. Are you? Is that a shot? Is that a shot? That's a shot at the whole thing. I, I think love it's. It. I, I, I love. Do you see my bowl chair over there? Yeah. yeah free chair. Free, free, free chair. chair. All right. Anyway, thanks the for the usual. mailbag questions, guys. Yeah, we'll thanks do that every week. We will do that every week from every now week. on. Uh, as usual, follow us on all social media social media platforms: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. It's all love from over on this side of the mic. Hope you guys enjoy your week and get after it. Go get it, man. Be winners.